0: Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host Reggie, a.k.a. Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Don on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we're all sick and tired of talking about money. So welcome back to Wise and Shine.
1: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite.
2: Okay, then from there you can say how can we combine them? How can we make it Come together, you see, because that's that's what marriage is about, isn't it? Living together, integrating our life, you know. So I think that that process is really quite critical. Couples who are successful, they do it really, really well. Meaning, like there is clarity around. Like it's not about you or me; it's about us. So everything that we do is about that us as an entity. You see, it's less about like okay, you do you, I do me, kind of a thing. You know, if the attitude is I do, I do me, you do you, then why are you getting married, right? Like, <laughs>
0: welcome back to wise and shine i'm your host reggie aka your chief financial coconut and i'm Dawn sg budget babe today on
3: set we have a really interesting guest who's here to share with us her insights from her
2: professional work and life um so i'll let her introduce herself, winnie hello everybody my name is winifred and i'm a couples therapist and relationship coach and I'm very happy to be here today. Yeah,
0: wait, but I think you're more than that, right? Like you are like the leading, one well, of the leading voice with this yeah. whole like couples Too and money. Too humble that's why I remind And story. like, you know, this whole thing like with like money therapy and like, you know, trying to understand your money narratives and a lot of those things, uh, they all came from you,
2: right? Sounds like you've done your homework, right? Of course,
0: of <laughs> course, yes, I've okay. done that. Okay, I mean,
2: the main thing that I do will be in couple work and I, I mean, other than that, I also really uh, try to drive like the shift of mindset around coming for therapy i'm also doing some work in mental health also a little bit in parenting so there's quite a bit of thing that i'm interested in but the key thing that i do is really in terms of like supporting relationships
0: yeah, yeah and that's romantic why we and here. Otherwise. Oh, otherwise. Okay, so that and that's why we're here because I think the genesis of today's episode is to try to understand this whole situation of economic driven relationships, right? Like in Singapore, there's so many people that will make that kind of leap into a relationship into like uh, settling down into a family structure, you know, with. A certain level of understanding and them thinking that okay there is some economic benefit to this lah, right so and the genesis will definitely be bto right like the the biggest policy out there you know and i don't think that was the intended uh, consequence of how bto was created it was created to kind of curb supply chain or in the original days but now it has become like a hey, want to BTO or not Yeah. right so it's become a move and we love to cultural talk facets exactly exactly and we we'll love to talk about how is it affecting relationship and all the consequences around it and the problems and struggles and you know is there even a place for us to you know embrace BTO in a healthy relationship so yeah that's so the genesis so for all of you
3: guys who might be tuning in from overseas and if you're not sure what exactly we mean um, here's some context so the BTO stands for Built for, to Order Flats And it basically is a very uniquely Singaporean phenomenon where Singaporean couples tend to ask on a BTO and that kind of signals their commitment into a long-term relationship moving into a marriage. Um, And the reason why it's usually done very early on is because of the economic savings and the time that you need to start uh, to wait before your house is ready Economically wise um, The BTO flats Are well known to be The cheapest housing uh, Properties that you can get In expensive Singapore But also On the other hand They take anywhere Between 3, 5 Or even 7 years To build Depending on which project And which late, uh, Location that you're going for It also Isn't always Very easy To land a BTO Singaporeans We call it From the, the narrative uh, huh? Yeah BTO lottery Right So There are many cases of couples who have uh, balloted multiple times and not get it. So you could end up in a situation where you ballot like even 10, 20 times and you still don't get um, your desired flat, especially if all your ballots happen to be projects that are really popular with everyone else. So because of this phenomenon in Singapore, it has led to, unfortunately, some couples committing prematurely to relationships which may then otherwise sour and then they will have to discuss whether to let go or to forfeit their PTO Uh, Entirely Which leads to Financial costs And repercussions Or on the other hand It could also lead To some couples Where they have chosen To stay together Despite the difficulties In their relationship Just because Of the sake Of the house Yeah so we're going to Discuss and break it down Today so that you understand And if you're someone Facing this reality In Singapore What can you do If you're someone else From overseas And just like What exactly is Singapore doing Then this will be An interesting one for you
0: (laughs) It's okay, go somewhere else. But yeah, what is your take? What is your take? Tell us, like, how is this? How does BTO affect relationships?
2: Okay, so I think that BTO is really about a dream, right? It's about a dream of owning something. So elevated discussion. It's a dream. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Tell us. Isn't it, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that, especially in Singapore, I think home ownership is quite important. You know, I think a lot of people have dreams around it. And I think having... A home of your own is also an indication that you've made it in some ways, kind of like a status, you're not renting, you know, you have your own place, you're not going to be afraid of being chased out of your rental when it's like increased and things like that, you know, so I think that um, it's also a start of a, a life stage, right? you know when you have your bto it means that you're ready for a commitment you are dreaming about the future of being together is it's a long lasting one and things like that and so um there's a lot of um, anticipation around it i would say yeah, excitement around it yeah. but unfortunately i think in, in even in my practice i've also seen a lot of heartbreaks around it when the relationship does not work, right? When the relationship does not work, and then you have actually created that dream, and then after that, you need to kind of like suffer from that heartbreak of not realizing it.
0: Yeah. Can, can you share a little bit more? Like,
2: okay. So I have one, I'm thinking of a particular person who came in after a breakup. So after a year of relationship, they decided that, oh, you know, we're quite happy together. So let's just go and get a BTO, because, you know, let's go and get a BTO. I mean, that's quite a common narrative, isn't it? So let's get a BTO and see, we need to choke first. So you have this choke mentality also, right? We need to kind of make it, put our stamp there and make sure that, you know, in between we can get it. So this couple, they actually, I saw the, saw the, the woman only. So they were very, very fortunate because they got it for the first time, oh, nice. after the first time, and they got it in a location that's favourable. So there's a lot going, there's a lot of happiness around it. But I think um, there was some issue in the relationship that left them struggling a little bit, and subsequently, the guy decided that he doesn't want to go through with it. He said that, I, I can't stay in this relationship. So I think for the for the lady, she was, of course, quite heartbroken, and there's this... Violation of trust as well, right? Because when you say that you want to get a BTO, the implicit message is that this is forever, you know? And so there was huge disappointment or betrayal in some ways. And then like she wanted to make the relationship work, but the guy decided that, no, this is not for me. And so even though you have that BTO, it doesn't mean that it's always a happy ending. So I think that's the cautionary tale.
0: Yeah, I know. And, And the thing is, right, I didn't realize it was so painful until recently I had a very close friend that also went through something like that and they got no kids, right? So then they have to sell the BTO, right? They have to sell the flat. Okay, not the BTO. They have to sell the flat because now he's single, you know what I mean? Like, so like in the eyes of the law, because he's young, he cannot keep the flat, right? Because he's below 35, right? So, so and then I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know there's so much going and tight to this whole relationship thing you know and like in Singapore there's like that the repercussions are real mm-hmm. yeah and on one
3: hand it makes you wonder because it's like is this really necessary yet it is a, a very real solution to the housing crisis but yeah on the other hand it creates lots of unnecessary stress for the couple and imagine if let's say you are a young couple you're eligible right now and you seem to the eyes of everyone else around you and your family, very committed to each other, then you can't avoid the inevitable question during Chinese New Year, eh, when you're going to BTO?
0: Wait, is that a question during Chinese New Year? Is that not a question? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it's a marriage first, so now it's a BTO. Our family also keep BTO up with times. BTO before marriage, ma,
3: right? Uh, you R O M in order to get your final line but the problem then happens when you BTO but you're not going to ROM because something has happened along that
0: way okay interesting but is there no okay so I think I'm sensing the room right I think it's like all of you are against the idea of like uh, going into a BTO or going or, or moving one step in the relationship you know for the sake of the BTO
2: no I don't I don't think that I am against it in some ways but I'm just saying that go into it with clarity. You cannot just kind of like blindly say that, oh, because, you know, my cousin's doing it, my mom asked me to do it, then let's go and BTO. The fundamental thing is, is your relationship stable enough, you see? You know, and then even after BTO, does it mean that that's it? Or do you want to, do you have to continue to work on the relationship? But that would be a good turning point because when you want to get a BTO, you will need to have necessary conversation around money. Isn't it? you know so you you have to talk about money you talk about how hopefully you also talk about what does this home mean to you because it could be different from different people so i think that idea of of heavy, uh, applying for BTO can be a starting conversation, like ongoing conversation about what is important, what is deep to your heart, you see. And so it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, and you can prepare yourself because there's some time, right? If you get the BTO, you still need to wait for a few more years. But in that time, that should, from my perspective, that should be the time when you are constantly evaluating your relationship, making sure that you're investing your effort and time in building a strong one. Then you don't have to worry about not, being ready or having that relationship. I'm not surviving her how, how waiting
0: you, yeah, the waiting time. Yeah, on the waiting time of the BTO. Of the BTO. <laughs> like, how, three years in, I know I'm done, right?
2: Yeah, exactly, right? Or you get distraction, I need to go and work overseas, you know, and things, a lot of things can happen in three years. Yeah. Let's I mean, go with the assumption. I think most couples, um,
3: I would say maybe 70, 80% majority, right? When they choose to BTO, I would presume most of them are at a stage whereby I think I do really love this person and I want to commit. But it's just that, as we mentioned, the waiting time is very long and a lot of things can happen in that period. So for a couple today who is thinking whether or not they should BTO, what would be some signs or some tips that they can apply to make sure that ideally this BTO um, and their relationship will last?
0: Wait, actually, right, I just had this conversation with one of my friends the other day at an event, right? So the thing here is, right, BTO, okay, is a definitive thing right you're gonna apply this thing is is clearly defined you go there right but i think for a lot of couples right they get into a relationship i mean there's some of some people that really go in it's like okay i'm gonna find a person that i can tahan and i go bto right as long as both of you are clear okay great do what you need to do but i think the The conflation, right, is when you begin the relationship with like, oh, I really like this person, you know, we love hanging out together. And I think there is a way to go about building a life together. But I'm not 100% sure, right? And because now the onion keeps peeling, right? Now it's like, okay, nice to hang out together. And it's like, slowly, slowly becomes like, oh, so how are we going to manage this money thing together, right? So then there's an evolution to it. And BTO is just but one of the points you know
3: actually peels more of that layers yes so you go from i'm not so sure to being like maybe 70 or 80 percent to some people they see as 100 percent. that's when they get really heartbroken when it doesn't go through but it makes it more concrete that yes we're both in this commitment together except that when that doesn't come to pass then it's a problem so at which stage then should couples go in to BTO. I mean, because I'll share my my case, right? Um, I have two cases to mention. One is that of a friend. Uh, and I I'm sure many of you have similar stories of similar friends. whereby I actually know of many people who fall into this scenario, um, including my own family members, where they BTO and then the couple splits up.
0: Many, yeah. So
3: many. it's like. It's very painful, it's very sad, but at that point when they chose to BTO, all of them were pretty sure that they were going to get married to this person and it was a two-way thing. It wasn't like one person's very sure the other person's like, mm, I see how. Yeah, it was both parties at that point were quite sure they were gonna go ahead, but then something changed, right? And they had to let it go. So that's one and it's painful. I can you share a bit of
0: light of what changed now?
3: So for one case I remember um, the female went overseas for work. And then her feelings changed, right? Met someone else and felt like, hey, maybe I am, you know, a better fit for this person instead and started to reevaluate her old relationship. And then, you know, that that passed. Another case was um, the girl just like usually we think it's the guy who walks away like the case that you shared. But in this case, um, the guy was very committed. The girl, on the other hand, just had, you know, a change of heart and it wasn't because like she met someone new she just like suddenly decided mm, maybe this is not the life that I want Cannot so she be, walked there away there must be
0: some deeper complex stuff right? no it's idea. just the front I mean, no, oh, know, the things like, have changed right? but yeah, fair, fair then fair,
3: there was fair. another case whereby um, the, the couple was together and already married but then the guy realised that uh, as, as the layers started coming off, the guy realized that the girl is not really the kind of person he wanted to spend his life with because she was not who she, he thought she was so as her true colors her real personality started to come out he started realizing ah this is not really what I want or who I thought I love and then they wanted to end things so that's for the few scenarios that I know there's a few more but I think those were the ones that I really remember but that's one perspective the other perspective I'll share in my own which is in my case um, because I was seeing that happen around Me, right? So I was very hesitant and I was very sure that I don't want to BTO. (laughs) Yeah, I want to make sure, like, my husband and I, at that point, we are very, very clear. And the interesting thing about my husband and I is that we dated with an end in mind. We weren't, we didn't go in thinking, yeah, play, play, and see how la. We were very sure, like, we're both in it. We're dating for marriage. Okay, if it is not suitable for marriage, then we'll break, but we're not here to play games. So we're quite sure. But even though we were so committed, we were still, at least me, right? I was like, no. We will have to be very, very clear and, and not BTO because I don't want to go through that route, right? Who knows? Things can change. And now, if you ask me now, now I have two beautiful young kids, and when we look back, we're like, ah, we should have BTO. Huh? Why are we so why are we so skeptical? Why are we so scared? We already knew why, right? But at that point, that feelings was there about the core, that uncertainty. So, how how would you recommend Singaporean couples deal with this?
2: Okay, so there are a few things that we're talking about, right? The readiness to commit and then like, how do you also determine it will be the right choice in some sense, right? At what point do you also want to start having this conversation? Everything starts with a conversation, isn't it? Right. And so I think that, you know, the key thing, you, you probably want to like bring it up when you feel that there is a, it's a serious relationship. Firstly, you have intention for longer term commitment, lah. I think that's the fundamental. Lah. Yes. If you're not quite sure, then don't bother, right? Yes. Don't waste time yes. also. Yes. Yes. I think really,
0: we assume that is the yeah, so that should situation. Be the, yeah. That
2: should be the case. But I mean, so we talk about a case whereby they are quite sure that this is what they want. And then they have already talked about, you know, the dream that they want to share and things like that. But hopefully there's also conversation around like, you know, what will happen if we fight? You know, is our relationship stable now? How do how do we take to fighting? Because some people are like, oh, cannot have fight, cannot have fight at all. You know, you know, we must be so loving and harmonious all the time. Harmonious all the time, no fighting. No fighting means good. You know, kind of a thing. That's not true at all. You know, let me emphasize that that's not true. Conflict is not all bad. You know, whether you like it or not, conflict exists because we are simply two different people right? When you are two different people, you will have different upbringing, different perspective and all that. So there will always be differences, but then it need not be a conflict when you're able to talk about it and find some kind of resolution, you see, or find some kind of compromise in some ways. So coming back, you know, if your relationship is stable, okay, that's a good sign, green sign, you can go on, continue. But secondly, you also have to talk about like uh, how integrated my life is with you at the moment. Right? Do I know your family members? Have I met them? Do I know your friends? Are we having a lifestyle that is joined? Because you, you, I, I mean, I've met couple where they are quite separate. Like they're just in their own bubble. You know, it's just like me and my partner kind of a thing. I will be a bit more cautious. I mean, like a bit more mindful about that because it's like you can't just exist in that bubble because if anything happened, you're not gonna be able to get the support that you need. So how how well are you integrated into each other's life? By this time I probably think that you have met each other's parents you know your best friend's friend and things like that right so that's the other consideration as well and then like how do you normally deal with fight are you conflict avoidant you know are you a people pleaser you know are you the kind that like okay I'll just I'll say yes to avoid confrontation and all that you see because these are the things that will come back and bite at you later on so you want to find out whether Am I really honest with my thoughts and with my perspective, with my partner? You know, if you are not quite, then you might want to pause and think about it first. Is there safety for you to be who you are? These are
3: really great questions, but they are also really hard questions. They are and very hard. Most couples try to avoid asking and talking about the hard issues only yeah. it's like, uh, you know, yes, no, yes, sometimes
0: too late. Yeah, and I and I think I echo what we need to say. Right? A lot of people are very afraid of like conflict, right? But I, what I've realized time and time again, right, is when you get into a conflict, when there's a, when emotions run high, right? A lot of insights come up. A lot of deeper things that you bury, you know, because now the stakes are very low because you're already fighting, right? So it just comes out very naturally, right? And then you'd be like, oh, so actually you think like that, which is great, right? So so it provides that platform to then work through some of the more complex things that maybe, you know, as a partner, you kind of sense it, but nobody brings it up you know on a day-to-day basis that's of sometimes this is a lot of work right working through a relationship is a lot of work so when it comes out then you double down on it right you you work with it right? i think that's that's a it's an important part of relationship lah. yeah but when it comes to the money side of things right like like okay hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft I think we can safely assume that the people here, at this point in time, they are all like ready to get into a serious relationship, right? Or maybe they are already in. But let's just talk about the people that are serious again, get, get into a serious relationship, right? They are clear, they want to explore this. But then the money discussion is very iffy. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a
2: that will be a red flag for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so how how do we go about doing something yeah. like that?
2: If the money conversation is very iffy and difficult then maybe the relationship, the trust level in the relationship is not there yet, mm-hmm. you know, and if you find it difficult to talk to, to each other, then this is where professional help will come in, you see, to kind of like facilitate that kind of conversation. But unfortunately, many couples are not quite aware that there's such service available because traditionally, you only go and see a couple of therapies when your marriage is in trouble. Yeah. La, right? And few when, people see yeah. a couple therapist when they're not married. But right. I do <laughs> Increasingly we do like, or, or they only do it Like pre You know like Just yeah, exactly. before getting like right married before And things like that
3: at this yeah. day it could actually be a good move if you want to even BTO right to correct. avoid that
2: headache. correct because it's it's like you know when you want to buy a house you go and see a financial advisor to kind of like find out you know what is required and things like that and for your relationship then you probably want to also speak to a relationship expert I'm not saying that everybody need to do that if you have if no issue talking about things about money or whatever with your partner you can do it on your own but if you're struggling with it and it's causing you a lot of pain it's causing you a lot of anxiety you know you find it really hard then having the neutral third party to facilitate that conversation will be helpful huh? yeah
0: yeah I, I get it and but but are there certain frameworks to kind of guide someone along for this right mean like, like the conversation yeah, around the money. the conversation around money Wait, okay so
3: before we go there right um just to reiterate your point you are saying that one red flag in your relationship if you want a bto you can ask the question about money right start talking about money and if you find that your partner is on a bit of a uh, i'm trying to avoid this or very iffy then maybe that's a very clear red flag That hold a bto first yeah. solve the money conversation yes. then you go bto absolutely right? well summarized okay great so on that point then what are some of these frameworks that you would recommend for couples to get the ball going on okay, this conversation so
2: the first thing will be to talk about your relationship with money about your money narrative, right? Your story about money. How do you experience money? Which we you did an
0: episode on. You can Correct. Go and check yeah, it out. Yeah, you can watch yes, it again, right? It's a so money
2: narrative. Your relationship with money, whether there's any trauma around it as well. You see, sometimes it's like, you might say that, okay, you cannot trust your husband with your money. Some some girl, some women really have that kind of narrative being passed down to them. So then you you want to be able to kind of like say that, you know, trust is about being able to talk about majority of things, you know? So it's about that safety, where you can be yourself, where you can express yourself, you don't have to always agree with one another, but then you have to have, you must give that space for, for each other to be able to speak their truth in some ways, right? And if I say that right now, I can't quite talk about money because it's really just too painful for me. You know, you can just start by that and saying that, oh, you know, actually, I don't think we can talk about PTO because money just scares me. You know, then you can slowly unpack and said that, oh, what about it? You know, at what point do you feel this way? What happened? And things like that. So really, exploration, right? Digging and being curious about it to find out what's the, what could be the underlying cause for it, you know? So conversation around money, I'm not like... Because you're going to share a life. How is it that you are not... No, how is it that you can't talk about money? Because money is a f- is is to for you to serve a purpose, right? It's a means to an end, right? It's something to enable your dream and all that. If you can't talk about it openly, there is a big problem actually. Mm, exactly. Yeah, there's a big problem there. I think also you like
3: know. some people are of the mistaken impression that or we'll only deal with money issues when we are officially married. Before that, you and I, we are two separate individuals. Yeah. We earn our own keep. I don't need your money. You don't need my money. Yeah. Okay, we, we split everything in half. Yeah, officially together, then okay, let's talk about it. But I think that's also um, too late. Because when you are officially together, a lot of things happen especially uh, if you get pregnant, you get a kid. A lot of things happen all at once. And sometimes then you don't have the space or the bandwidth to have these conversations. So having them early would be a much better
0: thing. Yeah, and and there are legal boundaries once you enter into the matrimony, right? Like the the, the registrar and all these other legal things around it, it, it it makes the conversation even harder, right? And it makes the, if let's say you retreat, from it right very painful like like yeah i mean you have to sell a house and all these other things and you end up you know yeah it's, it's very hard lah right so yeah.
2: so i think you know I, I hear you when you say that people find these are like quite difficult conversations so serious so intense but then that's yeah so serious so intense that but that's exactly it right yeah, you think yeah. it was serious but like, it's serious and intense to some extent la, you cannot just play play about it right because repercussion is big. You know, it's not like, you know, there's no repercussion in this case, right? So I think it's the 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 willingness to actually have this conversation. It doesn't have to be heavy if you start early. You know, you can just talk about one small part of it first and then like, you know, then you sense whether is, it, is the person open or not. You must respect the pace as well. So you pace it out. You know, so I would say that, you know, earlier question, how soon do you have to talk about it? As early as you are ready, as as early as you know that this is for longer term lah, you say that okay, we really want to get married, you know, and then you should start having all this kind of more uh adult kind of responsibility yeah. kind of a conversation right yeah, yeah. yeah so
0: so after i approach the questions right or i after i slowly go into some of these questions so like money narratives you know how do you what is your what is your personal relationship with money and also express what is my personal relationship with money like now that we have more information on the table right what what are the next steps how do we go about okay, doing this then
2: from there you can say how can we combine them how can we make it come together you see because that's that's what marriage is about isn't it living together integrating our life you know so I think that that process is really quite critical couples who are successful they do it really really well meaning like there is clarity around like it's not about you or me it's about us so everything that we do is about that us as an entity you See, it's less about like okay you do you I do me kind of a thing you know if the attitude is I do, I do me you do you then why are you getting married right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair. Right, because
2: after that, if you want to create family, is you can't have that kind of attitude. Because I, I I mean I still see it in my in my couples where they have that kind of mindset. You know, and, and that makes it much more challenging for the relationship to flourish lah, because you have not like really uh, adapted to this idea that we are family. You know, what impact you will impact me as well that your decision will impact me, my decision will impact you. Therefore, we need to communicate. We need to understand. We need to be open and honest about things.
0: Fair, mm. fair.
3: So, so these are quite good frameworks that you've given to talk about money, uh, conflict styles. Um, I want to
0: ask what is considered good. Like, like if, if we're, we're talking about like coming together as a, like, okay, we start with the money narratives first, right? And then after that, then we try to come together on a common money narrative right? or are we kind of come together on what is considered acceptable within this
2: yeah the current stage, of life yeah, current
0: stage of life then yeah. would you consider that already a, a, a good situation to be like what, is, what, what would we need say okay you're very good really
2: okay so so that is the first step right you pass law you say okay you have that conversation ah, very good yes. yeah, <laughs> 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 right. then after that you moved on to like okay now what will be our money narrative Right. So then, OK, the money is for us to to gain experience. The money is for us to build family and all that. Then you can agree about about uh, on it. Right. And after that, you can subsequently say that, OK, practically, what would that look like? So you can go into action and strategy, you see, and then you can say how much how are we going to save? How are we going to what are we going to spend? Are we going to work on a budget? Because different people also work differently with regards to money. Right and all that so then it leads on to conversation around the more pragmatic things on actions and things like that you see and then you can keep reviewing it because it will change change. and then like maybe you get married already then you are thinking about having children then again that's another big step right you know how you're gonna plan for that do you really want to have kids or so, so things like that conversation like that are really 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 important now. So first, be serious, be committed and then oh, very be serious. able I to really have very serious.
3: <laughs> the difficult conversations that most others would shirk or avoid. These would be the three things to look out for before one goes to the BTO stage. Yeah.
0: yeah. But is there, a, do you have personal experience around this in the sense that like, you know, uh, sometimes you get into a situation where you have new observations, mm-hmm. right, about your partner. It's like, mm, this one cannot. <laughs> then how, do, do you have like, Personal experiences, like how do you go about um, finding a safe space? You know, all those things to broach some of these questions, you know, because I have all these, like that, that and it's not just a romantic partner, yeah, you know, also. friends also, right? Some people, you know, they really dislike certain things, then they were just, you know, very lame one that walk past hey, actually that one cannot you know that kind of thing like but but it's like so is that thing a serious thing or is it is it not important you know what I mean so, so you're
2: talking about like how how do you tell or how how what are the what, what can you what do can you about do this to talk this about, question, about it how, yeah. to talk about all it. these hard hmm. questions okay I think you must start with curiosity lah. you know are you curious enough to find out you see rather than Oh, I don't want to find out, maybe it's gonna lead me to some unwanted desire, unwanted outcome. Like, oh, maybe cannot make it or whatever, you see. Because when you you need to have that openness and you need to have growth mindset, right? Like, you know, like, okay, I want to discover so that I can, I can facilitate that conversation better. And if there is anything that could be a deal breaker. I'd rather know it now than later having said that it's not an easy thing to do lah because we do naturally have a tendency to avoid to avoid pain right
3: I actually love that deal breaker thing because it's something I apply to my relationships that are important or I can't easily get rid of so like my husband and I we did talk about what would be our deal breakers (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah
3: Life, right? yeah, we
2: don't
3: committed. want to get rid yeah, of it. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> I, do, I did have conversations with my husband. And I think also one thing I realized throughout the course of our relationship and marriage is that we don't always know what our deal breakers So, mm, it's as we yes, find you will out, you discover will be like, hey, you know, today I saw this. Yeah, I think that's a deal breaker, man. Or, hey, you know, today my friend, uh, this one happened. Oh, well, cannot, cannot, cannot deal breaker. So, like, communicate that. That's one. Um, And then I also apply this with my helper, my domestic helper, because, like, you know, there are many, there are very gray areas on expectations and roles and responsibilities so what we did up front uh, I actually pushed my husband to do this with me is that when we first hired her we sat her down and we said these are our deal breakers like one of them for instance no child abuse if I ever find out that you laid a finger on my kid and it's not like a light tap or anything okay, or you abuse them pour hot water pinch them got bruised kind that's it you're out so like by laying out these deal breakers and other things like no borrowing from moneylenders, um, no stealing. If you need money, come to me. Don't go and steal and then I find out that'll be worse. And the whole
0: set of rules can be applied to the, yes, right? the it's correct, relationship. Correct. so The husband relationship. That's I like yeah. relationships you
3: can't get rid of yeah, easily. Yeah. Right? I can't sad, get rid sad, of sad. my like helper like without that. having consequences. Mm, I like so that. I will lay out these deal breakers but on the other hand
2: with friends, I haven't had
3: oh. this conversation yeah, with yeah, you yeah, because yeah. it's not like The risk is not important. high. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's different.
2: It's different. The repercussion is not as impactful, la. At The most you just say, by law, we don't do, yeah. we don't meet each other anymore. But that's really, really good what you're saying, Don. And I so think that, that knowing be your a own, too. yeah, knowing knowing what is your own bottom line is so important, right? So that's part of the self-awareness as well you know like knowing what you can tolerate and cannot tolerate and making it clear most importantly communicating you know that, that you must tell la, yeah. then you know and you keep to yourself for what right yeah then nobody no, knows but, but I also
0: want to <laughs> caution this idea that you because I think a lot of people when think about telling right it's very like definitive right like you must tell right but then there are actually many ways to tell <laughs> exactly right
2: yeah so how do you express it it's yeah. a skill la. so yeah. that's the skill that you have to learn in what setting do you say it? you say "Hey, you cannot do this huh? it's a deal breaker then because nobody likes to be controlled they can come across and like oh you so big deal i must listen to you i also have deal breaker ma. you know things like that but if you say that you know it's really important for us to preserve this relationship so we need to be clear about what are the things that can break this relationship and we talk about it right now because i cherish you you know it's important oh, to me yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: they line lying quite like, good i cherish you
3: the conversation doesn't have to be in such a serious setting yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to like be like it's a serious conversation but the setting can be very different I've had these conversations with my husband when we watch even drama oh loud that guy cheat on the wife cannot you don't do that at me uh. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> casual yeah. thing but yeah, the message yeah, <laughs> house but, but I have to say that I, I might feel a bit ambushed la. but can can if it works for your relationship it's fine but some them be like eh hey, nothing to do with me la. Why you talk about me it's about them la. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know?
3: he always know, that drama only
2: I said, no, I tell you, I tell you. I tell you first. <laughs> you <laughs> don't know <that> I never <laughs> say, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. I know, <laughs> I know it, it is true, but, but you're absolutely right, right? It's like how you do it in accordance to who you are as well. It doesn't have to be serious, it can be casual, but it's like it, it, it is, the most important thing is communicate right and if you don't know how to do it learn you know I mean my my key message to, to a lot of my clients I mean like you come and learn you know don't think that you know everything and if you don't know you can always learn, you know, there are always different ways of expressing your thoughts. So like recently I met this uh, person, he said that, oh, you know, my relationship, we are at the impasse, you know, both me and my husband already feel that we are doing our best already. Then I said, okay, can you tell me what happened recently in your argument? Then I unpacked it. I said, oh, you could actually do it differently here, 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 here. You know, maybe you have not considered it because you're stuck in that in your bubble, right? Because you say, I already tried it. I already tried it. But then you haven't tried the new way of doing things, you see. And I think that is the value that the professional can offer because we, we, are, we are trained in this la. and then we see a whole range of cases. So your problem probably would be something that I've experienced before and how how it can be dealt with different way in dealing with it. You know, whether you want it serious or lighthearted or yeah, whatever, yeah, playful yeah. or whatever. To you it's
0: a serious problem. To her is a generic problem. She's seen
2: many cases. <laughs> so Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, I hope you're enjoying Wise and Shine so far. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. your chief financial coconut. And for us to continue to do this show so that you become a tad bit wiser every week, you got to like, share, subscribe, help us be the algorithm. But even more importantly, if you can, comment in the comment section below. Let us know your thoughts and also some questions that you would love us to answer. Yeah, now back to the show.
2: yeah okay okay.
0: interesting interesting
3: I want to talk a little bit more about the other side so we've covered those who are serious who are really in it, and who are committed to making it work and how you guys can make sure your BTO doesn't end up being a financial liability because you see through it to the end but what about couples on the other end of the spectrum whereby you know they both start out committed then one has a change of heart or something a big deal breaker happens and then the other person decides it's not worth resolving or hanging on anymore but they have that BTO looming over their heads what would be your advice for couples in this stage at which point at which stage do they walk away versus continue to work on
2: it you mean they have already gotten the BTO is on, that the, right? way la, on totally the way on the way they've already, already yeah. and it's waiting it's right. like in that Got, waiting period is correct, right? correct, correct in the waiting okay. period if you get
0: already yeah. wait fire then sell no la. <laughs>
2: That's yes, from
0: the financial guru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a one one paradigm of the discussion, right? But yes, yes, there are yeah, others.
2: I mean, there are people who actually do do that, right? We already just try law. We try and make it work. But then when you try and make it work, you have to really be sincere about it. Yeah, okay. So how do you so know how do we when to keep call and when to walk away? If you are constantly fighting about it. La. I mean, if you really cannot find resolution, if you're avoiding the topic all the time, you're like, okay, you know, let's talk about this next time, but the next time never happened. I mean, those are clear signs, but I think a lot of time, the other partner don't want to see it. Then they keep pushing and waiting and waiting. I mean, if they show lack of interest, because when you talk about home, it should make you feel excited, right? it's a new beginning, it's something that belongs to you, that's stream dream attached to it. But if you're actually burdened by it and not excited about it and all that, those those are all, the person is communicating to you already. You know, it's up to you whether you want to receive it and then really say, hey, you know, you don't seem to be very interested about this anymore. What's going on? Let's have a chat about that. You know, you know what are your concerns? You know, I can sense the vibes is different right now and things like that. So the keyword would be the disinterest, the lack yeah, of
3: interest or avoidance. Lack of interest, avoidance. Those would be red flags that it might yes. be time to just walk no, away and not-, not
2: just walk away first, but Try to have conversation before you walk away, lah. It's a stacking
0: process, right? Yeah. In a relationship, as you stack the, you stack the interests, you stack more and more then you things more into of it. A more so. Yeah, yeah. So then, it, it, it's it's rarely a situation where it's like one thing happened. Okay, that's the yeah. end. no. Right? And, and so it's
2: the same thing. It's like you know, when you you are very invested in something, you care for it, you pay attention to it. You know, if you stop caring for it, that's a clear sign already. You know, if you feel like it's such a burden.
0: It is so you know, hard. Right? It's so hard. Sometimes yeah. it can be
2: too hard, and sometimes it is okay to acknowledge that it's too hard and you cannot do it because there are people who are not suited for married life.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Would you if- say one one possible recourse um, that a couple
3: in that situation might have is the one who is more committed um, can then pull the other party and say, "Hey, let's go for a couple therapy." can but then i think that 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 i mean you can
0: invite first love nah, but remember, a lot of time they may not I want to i remember what she told me before it's like by the time they want to explore this thing it's too late really. no, no not really
2: <laughs> it depends it depends there must be you know it's like because a lot of time it's the women that pull. It's the women that pull the men in because nah, men generally they are they don't like to talk to other people about the personal stuff right now nah?
0: No. generally you are different like okay, you different okay, 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 but
2: yeah. but then i have to tell you that a lot of time when they come in the guy can be quite happy because i can also uh i can also support their point of view yes, at times to see yeah because I, I am actually a neutral third party i'm not your friend right if i'm your friend i might no, okay, lah, you know, say you. but then I'm a neutral party. My invest, my focus is the relationship. And I'll say what is good for the relationship, what's not good for it. If the guy is like, okay, the woman is too possessive or too pushy, then I'll say, actually, that's not going to help and things like that. You know, so coming back, okay, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Basically, you know, you have to have, you have to kind of like get them to be able, the, the red flag will be to get them to see that there's there's this point where they are stuck. And then be open to speaking to a professional rather than friends. Because like, friends, they'll always yeah, be buyers. Even if
0: your friends are professionals. Right? Yeah, even like, if your friends actually, are professionals. Most of your friends they are professionals will avoid trying to talk to you about it because it's a it's a code of conduct that they, yeah. that they stand by and they understand the... the- how convoluted it can get, lah, this thing. Correct. Yeah. So then
2: that then you would have to really say that can we really find some compromise, right? You know, you may not really agree on it, but can we actually find some compromise? Maybe we we do something in between to strengthen our relationship, address whatever problems that we have. If we really cannot, then we need to talk about what to do with this PTO la, responsibly, la, right? You know, and, and stuff like that. And I think
0: if you haven't got it you know, you lose the deposit, lah, right? So be it, lah. It's, it's not that bad, you know, I feel, you know, but the I think the the difficult part is after you get there already, right? And then your shift in and then like, while well, your lives now really integrate you know previously it was more like a, oh what if we get together you know blah 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 I, I think a lot of couples in Singapore have not stayed together before they got yeah, their flats That's oh, right. I thought
3: you said there's a right. solution exactly. just stay together for five years then sell off then the boss no no as in that's a financial
0: thing to it right? but it's more like it's more like if you want to make it work right then then maybe you got to try staying together first before before going there right and yeah, I think it's, it's all, I think rent it's think all it's a stacking a process idea. I, yeah. I
3: really encourage cohabiting before marrying and it's something I did against my parents' real oops. <laughs> I'm a girl, right? So, traditional, obviously, parents, yeah, yes. traditional parents, don't let the girls stay over, don't let the daughters stay over at the other um, parties' place because they get taken advantage of so I obviously just never told my parents but to me it was very important that I get to live with my then boyfriend now husband to understand what he's like does he leave the toilet seat up or down you know how does his parents treat me and all these will help to then review insights that I can use to talk about when we live together yeah like we realise that (gasps) I cannot hear my alarms and all of you who have, I know my roomie uh, will also put in the comment. Yeah, staying with Donna. Or oh, every time I hear the alarm, but she doesn't hear the alarm. The whole so we're like, uh, already. Yeah, the whole world <laughs> wake up already. <but laughs> she uh, <has> right. already. <laughs> so i like, and then my husband's it A very light sleeper. Never go ha- sleeper. Uh, hang out together. The Airbnb, as <laughs> I name, mean. must stay hotel. No, room, Airbnb is okay because the room like, got okay, soundproof.
0: Okay,
3: okay. Yeah, but the one in the room with me, oh so I had goodness. this conversation with my husband yeah. because he's a light sleeper. He hears everything. Oh I hear nothing. We are like the worst couple to sleep together. You know, but We made it work, because it's like, well, but that's just who I am. What you want me to do? I cannot, like, even if I dig my ear, get rid of everything that's clogging, I still cannot hear. I'm just not there. I'm zoned out already. I'm gone, right? So we managed to make it work, and I think having that is important. Uh, you know, speaking of this, right, I wanted to ask also, do you think sometimes there is value in cu- couple therapy whereby the therapist can, like you, could help to unpack certain deal breakers? Like for instance, one party A might say, this is a deal breaker for me. But maybe for party I I don't see why that's a problem in the first place. Then unpacking that could then make it actually not really a deal breaker.
2: Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. So then maybe what makes it a deal breaker? So we have to understand, right? So there's this line that we use in therapy It says, says, within every conflict, there is a hidden dream. Mm, Right? There's a hidden dream. dream, Okay. Within a conflict, there is a hidden dream. And so the goal of it is to to unpack what is actually the dream. You know, so when you feel like it's a deal breaker, then tell me why is it a deal breaker for you? And what's your experience about it? Why is it so important to you? And then from there, you can see actually... Is it really true that there is, it is absolutely non-negotiable? Maybe we can adjust certain things. But then this part is actually really important. So when we talk about um, compromise, right, you don't compromise till you're not you. La. Then there's no longer... There's no point, right? So you have to be quite clear about who you are at the call, and you whatever that's around it, then you can say, okay lah, I can I, can I can compromise. compromise a yes, bit here yes. and there. But if what the person is asking is inside the call, then of course cannot yeah, la. You yeah. know, you need to respect yourself and honour yourself yeah. first. Yeah, you know, so before you kind of like make sure that the other person's need are being met also. What about infidelity?
3: Have you seen cases whereby couples, whether BTO or not, but let's go with BTO since that's the narrative of this episode, right? Infidelity, we
0: can leave for next episode. We're talking about a romantic partner, right? (laughs) No,
3: no, no. But as in like, in the sense that you have that flat, Okay, or you're on the way to getting your flat um, and the partner then cheats. Yeah. No, no, as a the same idea
0: is the, as long as it's at the core, right? right. If this is a core to you that infidelity is, is not acceptable, then it is sorted, right? I mean, no that's the same framework. Hand, yeah,
2: probably. I mean, if they're not married yet and no children, usually they will just go with their deal breaker. La, you know, but then typically what you're asking is, can that be resolve Save. is it yeah, can because be it's safe? a breach of trust as well. yeah, it is a breach of trust then it depends on what re- well, how ready are they, and what kind of what are they willing to do to rebuild the trust ah? you know I mean actually infidelity is the the common case that will bring clients to me I mean of course mostly it will be after they have gotten married and things like that like, and they have children because you, you see know, a lot of
3: cases where these infidelity cases the couple can still overcome it
2: Yes, I have worked with them, but it's a lot, a lot of work. You need to persevere because the process can be, it's not, for, the process can be quite painful. It's not for the faint hearted So you have to be really quite resilient. for the faint hearted. It really not for the faint hearted because it's up and down, up and down. Like I don't even know when they come in one day, oh, actually the last session, they're quite good already. The next day, okay, they fought again. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. So I, my heart must be stable also. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you because it's about breaking our trust, then I will keep going. The person who have been betrayed will also say, hey, I don't know, today I trust you a bit, but tomorrow you break again. Then the cycle will repeat and repeat and repeat many, many times, you see. So I have I do have successes, but I think unfortunately most, I have to say majority cannot. Lah because by then, right, there's quite a lot of issues in the relationship already, meaning they may have left it too long. And to fester, you know, a lot of time, the the reason why they bother is because they have kids. Mm. Mm. That's true. That's so true. don't There's you think... something that makes them want to try. Like,
0: as a f- so I and don't you all think like owning that flat, right? Because like like this whole discussion is like Imi and Tao, right? It's like just you know don't do it, don't do it, you know. Uh, unless you are very certain, unless you are very clear, you know, uh, with with the flat, you know, like you don't move to that level un, unless you are very certain and have all those discussion, right? But but on that assumption that there, because there's something that tie everybody together, that you will be more incentivized to work towards. I hope you know, that will be that, the case. That uh. yeah. you know, so, so that means when, when you use the word hope, that means that is not the predominant what you're seeing out there.
2: You mean for BTO? Yeah. No, I don't see that many BTO. The BTO that I, the cases, the BTO related kind of cases is when the the relationship fail long, yeah, yeah. you know. But then I would love to see people and say, hey, let's strengthen our relationship to make sure that we achieve the dream. You know, just what I'm going to say, maybe the key takeaway that I'd like you to have is make sure that you have funds for Coaching, la. relationship coaching, right? Meaning when you set aside, you save a bit also for your relationship coaching. And to potentially explore and to potentially explore that, that as a preventive or, rather yeah, than a rad- Yeah, as preventive rather than reactive, intervention, right? Yeah, or reactive, you see. Yeah. You want to always talk about it, be aware of it, and you can feel more in control rather than at the end of it, like, have yeah, no choice, I have to do this. And then I have no funds for it. But then isn't your relationship worth the investment? La? Even so actually, for your, a
3: good takeaway to, or an idea to think about could be that if you want to go for a BTO today, um, first try to have those conversations about money and conflicts and all the difficult stuff. And then if you find that you're hitting a roadblock, maybe invest in one or two therapy sessions, more if needed. And that will give you the answer on to whether to go ahead with a BTO. Because at any rate, if you try to save on this money or not, have this conversation at this stage, you're going to end up with a bigger financial bill down the road.
2: Precisely. That's absolutely the thing, right? You want to make sure that you do whatever you can right now so that you can be accountable to yourself too, isn't it? Rather than, oh, now it's too late.
0: Yeah, I think in closing, I just find it very interesting how this policy that's trying to solve supply chain problem has caused so many problems <laughs> in how, how Singaporeans do relationship, you know. And, and to me, I'm not of the camp that, you know, you must be absolutely clear before you move because I think in life you will keep discovering new things, right? It's just at any one point in time, you must be as clear as you can, uh.
2: Yeah. I think that nobody can be absolutely clear, right? Like, so I'm not saying that you have to be like super clear. But the thing is it should be you should have gotten through the critical mass, yeah, yeah, right? Critical mass, yes. You should have gotten through the critical mass. And then at the same time you must be willing to say that be committed. La. Whatever happened, we're going to make it work. Like what you say, we're going right to overcome, right? gonna it, overcome it. So that means that if we need to have 10 hours conversation, we have 10 hours conversation or whatever. If we need to see a therapist or a coach, we'll go and do that. Have that openness, you see, rather than, okay, I don't want, I'm not the kind that will do it. You know, if you are that, that kind of attitude where no, no means no, uh, this is not who I am, then there's a big problem, you see. There will be a big problem. So it's the attitude as well, you know, like, is it really important to you? And you must remember why you want to be together. Lah because if you know why you want to be together, you'll be motivated to keep investing in it, to make it work, to, to really cherish it and all that. See
0: so it's not just about the flat it's, right? it shouldn't In be just sense. about the flat yeah, right yeah, yeah. I mean the flat is is a just a platform for you yeah. to build that loving relationship correct, that you correct. want so okay?
2: fundamentally the flat can be there but it can be empty if your relationship is not strong or if you don't feel connected to one another anymore you yeah.
0: see? Or maybe by the time you're certain then you have to buy condo already maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay okay great so I, I think we went on to talk a little bit about quite uh different angles around this whole like bto you know like how does it affect your relationship i still think it's an interesting phenomenon right and in closing any last things you want to add like you know for for for, for our listeners they're thinking of taking the next steps into the next phase of their relationship
3: in closing, I want to just summarize one of the most valuable insights that I think came out during this conversation. The first is if you intend to be TO, then have those difficult questions. Get through that because that will give you the green flat, the confirmation sign that yes, you are prepared. Like it's not just you feel, you really are prepared to now go ahead. And then if you feel you run into roadblocks during that stage, maybe investing just some money into a therapy session, doesn't have to be very expensive or a lot, so one or two can even open up lots of insights, and that lots could be worms, a very
0: uh, good <laughs>
3: investment into confirming
0: that. I don't know. Personally, I've been to therapy. I don't think two sessions can solve anything. Yeah. It will open up more problems, you know. But it's, it's, if you if you ask me, I, I would agree, right? In the sense yeah. that you rather see the problems earlier, earlier than as you further invest into the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I would be of the camp that I want to see it earlier. Yeah. So yeah.
2: My hope that what you will take away would be to to remember why your relationship is worth investing and have that dreams. Keeping that dreams alive is important as well. To know that why am I doing this? Why are we doing why am I putting myself through all this process as well? Is is it just about the house and what does that mean to me? Or is it about a dream? So go a bit deeper. (laughs) You know, but it not have doesn't have to be super intense all the time. Just make it light be free to share and be yourself. You see, most importantly is to be who you are because otherwise it will not be a real relationship.
0: Yeah. Is it about the dream? I like that. I like that.
2: Thank you. Thank 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 you.
0: you. See you all next week. Take care.